chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. There it is. Greg Byrne, Alabama, closed the deal. Kalen DeBoer, the new head coach of Crimson Tide. Timeline, I know it seemed kind of wonky. Believe it or not, it worked out how I thought it was always supposed to work out. We said 48 to 72 hours. Uh, If I would have guessed, I would have guessed late Thursday night, early Friday morning. It's about when it panned out. And um, I know there's been a lot written about and a lot talked about who turned down offers, who had offers. I'll address that in a second. This is an insanely good hire for Alabama for a number of reasons. So I'm going to have some people disagree with that. And I know I will. So I'm going to tell you the reasons I think it's just a grand slam off the charts hire. And I will be happy to field the replies in the comments. But to me, it boils down to this. It's an insanely good hire because Kalen DeBoer is an insanely good football coach. And I got the pleasure to be around him one, two, three games, I think three games this year. He's won everywhere. You know that. Uh, including places you had never heard of until you looked at Kalen DeBoer's resume. And you know what else? I hear this a lot in coaching searches, and I hear you know, coaches, when they're evaluating other coaches, they'll bring this up a lot. Not how many games have you won. Because in college football, a lot of times you have a disproportionately better roster, and you can just out-athlete folks. Uh, that has not been Kalen DeBoer's existence to this point in college football. The question you can ask about him is not only has he won everywhere he's been, yes, how many games has he won with the second best roster on the field? And the answer is several of them and very recently, including going 2-0 against Oregon just this year alone, including beating Texas and Texas having a fight even to stay in the game with them in the college football playoff don't just overlook that. Like I know a lot of folks got enamored with certain names in this coaching search You know, if DeBoer did nothing more than made it a point to market himself better, if Kalen DeBoer did nothing more than run his mouth better, I genuinely believe in the minds of many people who are skeptical of him, they'd be over the moon excited. Like a lot of the skepticism about DeBoer has nothing to do with football. You can't possibly be skeptical of the guy as a football coach. He is a developer. Uh, He's very, very good tactically. He also understands people. Uh, The folks who are closer to him, albeit, you know, kind of remotely in the Pacific Northwest, they'll tell you great people person, which is going to pay dividends for him at Alabama. Uh, But he's also got like a magnetic personality that I don't really think shined through because in the playoff, they played second fiddle to Texas leading up to the game. They played second fiddle to Michigan leading up to the game. And you had Sark and you had Harbaugh 
And Kalen DeBoer, you got he had you had Saban for that matter in the playoffs as well. And Kalen DeBoer is just the fourth coach that not a whole lot of people know a whole lot about. When we were doing our preview, actually, for the game, the semifinal game against Texas, I said, I I think a lot of hardcore college football fans even are going to learn about Kalen DeBoer for the first time. And they did in that semifinal game. And then you saw him in the national championship game get beat by a better team. Uh, that's the long and short of that. But those are the reasons why I think he'll be a really, really good fit at Alabama. I use the word fit intentionally. You know, that's a buzzword in hiring. That's a buzzword in college football in general who we're talking about coaches. A few years ago, famously, LSU hires Brian Kelly. And I heard a lot of people yell from the mountaintops, oh, that's a bad fit. He's not Southern. He doesn't get Louisiana. And they yelled and yelled and yelled. And then he went into Atlanta, Georgia, his first year to play in the SEC championship game. And they shut their mouths. They were gone. Do you know why they were gone? Because fit really doesn't have anything to do with the dialect attached to the words coming out of your mouth. It doesn't matter which foods you like. It's none of the garbage. It's none of the BS a lot of people get attached to when they're throwing that word around. Do you know the game? Kalen DeBoer does. Um, are you a winner? Yes, he has been quite literally everywhere he's gone. Are you a hard worker? Do you know people? Notice the emphasis is on people and not know. See, a lot of times in the South, people will say, you got to know people. No, you got to know people. You got to know how to communicate and understand and magnetize folks. That's how you got to get around in college football in general. That's how you win in the South. It's how you win in the Pacific Northwest. It's how you win anywhere. Kalen DeBoer is a winner. He's a hard worker. Therefore, he will not resist what it takes to recruit in the South. He will endear himself to people. And as a result, he's a fit. Because when you win, you fit anywhere. It's always been one of the golden rules on the show, and it'll be no different here. Sounds like he's bringing a lot of his staff with him. Uh, Nick Saban pursued multiple members of that offensive staff very recently. So Alabama gets him now. You just didn't necessarily get him in the way that you thought you would. But speaking of Nick Saban, I always remember two guys who came to the SEC. And I remember I was much, much younger. I was kind of of a kid when this happened. But I remember hearing the immediate reaction when LSU hired Nick Saban and the immediate reaction when Florida hired Urban Meyer. And it was a bunch of chest beating in the South, and it was a bunch of using derogatory terminology normally attached to outsiders. And it was this fool from Michigan State isn't going to come down here and know which way is up because he grew up in West Virginia. He's been the NFL, and he's been in East Lansing, Michigan, and Toledo. What? And then Urban Meyer going to come from the lowly Mountain West, the G5 ranks. Yeah, that Mickey Mouse offense works at Utah. But what's he going to know? The SEC is about to teach these guys about football. Instead, each of them in their own way ended up revolutionizing football in the SEC. Now, am I saying Kalen DeBoer is about to do that? Not necessarily. What I am saying is a lot of the criteria, a lot of the reasoning behind so-and-so won't fit in the SEC and won't fit in the South has always been foolish. But I also am not ignorant enough to ignore that we have just recently seen oil and water fits that were tried to make work at various programs around the SEC. But look, here's the, here's the thing. I just listed off what I think it takes to win down here. 
Do you know people? Are you a winner? Have you won everywhere you've gone? Do you know the game? Are you a hard worker? If you're willing to do all those things, which some of those guys were not five for five, at least, then I have very little doubt you'll put yourself in the best position to succeed. Now, moving forward, it, actually, it's a tale as old as time. There will always be unknown. There's no slam dunk hire. I was talking earlier on Twitter today about how once upon a time, everyone, me included, thought Scott Frost to Nebraska made as much sense as any coaching hire I had ever seen. And it failed. It failed for reasons you frankly never could have seen coming because there are a lot of variables, a lot of things thrown in the blender. Some of them you can control as an AD. Some of them you can't control as a fan, et cetera. So yes, there's always unknown. I just don't think it's Kalen DeBoer's football acumen or his resistance to hard work or his ability to sell himself and his program to people that are going to be the downfall if this doesn't go right. What could happen is a couple of things. Um, you never know if down the road there's an NFL opportunity that is really, really attractive to him. I have no idea. People said it about Saban for a long time, even after he left the Dolphins and came to Alabama. And also, you can doubly apply the unknown aspect of college football being a concern these days because of how much uh, change there has been and how tumultuous the future of college football still looks. I mean, this is a risk for everyone, guys. No one's immune. No program is immune to the risk of your head coach one day just deciding this is not for me anymore. I mean, I'm talking about Ohio State. I'm talking about Georgia. I'm talking about anyone. You could be on top of the world right now, Michigan, and your head coach could look around and say, hmm, I'm taking an NFL offer. Or you know what? I've amassed life-changing wealth. I'm just going to hang it up. That could happen. And so I don't know that that wouldn't happen in Kalen DeBoer's future, but I think he's gotten a pretty good taste of what college football is now. And I think moving forward, he'll be not necessarily thrilled with all of it. Very few coaches are, if any, but I think he'll be plenty well enough equipped there. And there's another factor that's right there staring you in your face. And that's the Nick Saban factor. Don't overlook how pivotal and how important Nick Saban's presence is going to be here whether it means introducing Kalen DeBoer to certain power players and certain people he needs to know, uh, whether it is explaining the lay of the land, whether it is fostering relationships or helping him navigate through certain waters that you have to navigate in the Big Ten or the SEC, um, whether it's just advice, whether it's counsel or, and let me just float this out there to you, whether it's money, there is a train of thought, shall we say, that Alabama in the future may not be able to go dollar for dollar in the NIL game with certain other power players. Valid concern. I will say the one human who can best help alleviate that is probably the guy with generational wealth that was your head coach for the past 17 years with multiple car dealerships in his hand and multiple business enterprises himself that has probably a coin or two to spare. Not only that, but also has relationships with every big money person that is, that is on the need to know list for Kalen DeBoer in the state of Alabama and beyond. I, and what I'm trying to tell you is I doubt we're going to see Kalen DeBoer out front of a Walmart anytime soon you know, ringing the bell for change to help the NIL fund there at Alabama. I think they'll be fine there. I think they have thought about that long before anyone penned an article about it. So 
Um, Kalen DeBoer is the head coach at Alabama. There was a lot written and a lot speculated about who may have turned down this job beforehand and how far down the list was Kalen DeBoer. I'm going to tell you what I heard because it never changed. Kalen DeBoer's name was right at the top of the list. Other quality candidates out there. I don't think Byrne had to cross a bunch of names off. I know there were a bunch of videos put out by a bunch of folks reaffirming their commitment to their program. It is brilliance in the part of Jimmy Sexton and people who represent clients. It's exactly what you're supposed to be doing this time of year. But I'll just tell you, you can choose to believe whatever you want. You can choose to believe a bunch of folks turned Greg Byrne down and he had to settle for the guy who went, what, a combined 5-0 and against some of those guys recently. You can choose to believe that if you want to. I don't think if you speak that out, it makes much sense logically. Also, the timeline was very, very convenient, wasn't it? But you know what? I digress. I'm all for folks making their money. And I'm all for Kalen DeBoer getting to have his opportunity on one of the biggest stages this sport has to offer. There's a new head coach at Alabama for the first time since January 3rd, 2007. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. I can't imagine that other head coaches around the SEC looked at this hire and said, Oh, good. There'll be an easy dub every year. Hmm. I got a text from a couple of them already. So I know they know they have their work cut out for them when they go up against a Kalen DeBoer-led Alabama. Really exciting times, though. Obviously, we'll have plenty more on this on the Sunday night show. If you've never been to this channel before, normally I'm not sitting here in my living room, firstly. And secondly, this is free all year round. All we do is college football. There's no NBA talk. I, I like watching hockey. I never talk hockey on this channel. It's wall-to-wall college football all year long. It's free. CBS allows us to present this to you free of charge. The only thing I ask is that you help us keep it free by subscribing to the channel, or if you're listening on podcast, subscribe to the podcast. It is that simple, guys. You, you asked for this stuff for a long time. How come I can't get just good college football coverage? Why do I have to have all this other garbage mixed in? We think it's right here. We're not alone. There are other good channels out there. We think it's right here. If you want to help support that and sustain that, subscribe to the channel. And we appreciate you guys watching the video. Much more Sunday night, no offseason in college football, that's for sure. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.